the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It does get better. It's springtime. Did you look on the calendar or do you call it spring equinox? I don't know. It depends on the weather. And some people depend on the groundhog. I live in California. I depend on the weather. It's been raining. Raining. Yeah, I'm Lorraine, but it's been raining. Two different concepts. Listen, when your nickname is Rain and people call you Rain all your life and it's, you know, hey, Rain, yeah, it, it kind of goes with my personality that I'm more sunny than rainy. And But my cousins call me Rainy. And so what does that have to do with this show? Hey, listen, it's sunny despite the rain. How does that happen? Almost seems like an oxymoron. Well, one of the ways it happens is that people have a tendency to judge and predict everything. It's natural. Didn't I tell you that before? We have a tendency to just assume. Assuming will lead to judgment. Uh, You can eliminate all of that by communicating. Sometimes people don't want to communicate, especially the people that you care for. Oh, yeah, this is that caregiving show. No, it's not that caregiving show. It's a show about me, Lorraine, talking to you about what? Care? Well, that makes it a caregiving show, so you say. If you care, it's a show for you. <laughs> Did you catch that? Most people don't care. That's called apathy. Yeah, most people don't care about most things every day. Most people have an attitude. Most people are grumpy every day, every day. Most people are quiet. And watch this. I had a grandfather that was very quiet. And those people, sometimes they're the worst. Why? Because you you don't know what they're thinking. It's like, what are you up to? Hmm. Well, let's wait and see. (laughs) And I end up at Disneyland or something? Okay. (laughs) It was cool for my childhood. Great childhood. Great grandparents. But I never seemed to find them aging until I became an adult. No, I didn't do caregiving uh, for my grandparents. Actually, maybe Because my grandmother ended up in the hospital and then ended up in a rest home. In a two-month period, I gave care by showing up, right? That's a form of care, but I also ended up doing a lot more. Oh, yeah, by the way, my mom had already had her stroke. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of simultaneous. And I worked a full-time job. Yeah, remember? Yeah, a lot going on there. And even my grandfather, even though he was a Navy veteran, retired businessman, retired and was still working at his age. He sure was. He was of that old school, like, you quit working, then you die, you know? And I watched that happen for both of them. And I'm here to tell you, if you don't know already, I want you to understand a couple of things. Living, is it more important than dying? (laughs) I came up with my own answer. I decided, yes, actually, why? Because I don't know what happens when you die. You know how little kids will ask you, so what happens when you die? Well, I don't know. I remember I used to ask my mother that, and my mom would say, you'll find out when you're dead. Ah, ha, ha, and she changed the subject. That's the kind of family I came from. Well, 
I still come from that same family, seeing that my mom is 80 now, and I have been her caregiver for 22 years. Okay, so now what are we talking about here? I thought this was one of those, it is one of those shows that helps you figure out what is it that you're doing that you could be doing better, but not as well as your, wait, I'm confused. Slow down, Lorraine. Okay, one person told me, help the people figure out things how you figure them out. Well, first of all, I pray. Secondly, I read the Bible. That's how I figure out things, people, places. Oh, the nouns of life. Right. I call them the nouns of life. People, places, things. So when I'm in the grocery store like I was the other day and the lady said softly, subtly, but she definitely said it sarcastically to the guy behind me. Guess we picked the wrong line. Why? Because I had a digital coupon. And, hey, I'm sorry that the cashier that I was working with didn't know what to do with it. We're living post-COVID, people. Have some patience. Patience? What? Patience? Uh, No, I'm not. Patience? What in the world? Yeah, most people are naturally impatient. Is it natural to be impatient? Hmm. Is that one of those Shakespearean type of questions? To be patient or not to be patient, right? It is an option. Most people choose to not be patient. It is an option. So what causes you to be impatient? Because you're impatient. Well, what what are you saying? Most times, the reason people are impatient, they haven't had enough experience being patient. Oh, okay, I get it. Right. Being patient, that requires work. And most of us are lazy. You heard me call you lazy right here on Carrying the Burden. Yeah, I'm Lorraine Carroll. You have an issue with it? Fine, good. Keep listening. Because half of the problem is most people don't want to hear the truth. The truth is relative. Your truth might not be my truth and vice versa. But what I will tell you is that lady in the grocery store was not expecting me to say, Hey, are we going to be a little patient today with our cashier? It's not me. I have a coupon. Hey, we're in the 21st century. No offense, she was a little older. Yeah, maybe she was tired. Maybe she didn't feel good. I don't know. But what I did want her to know is that I heard the subtle sarcasm that she said aloud on purpose. She could have thought it in her mind like my grandfather used to do, but not say it. But she deliberately said that to make some type of implication as though I could make us go any faster. But the implication was, you're the reason why this line is taking so long. That's how I perceived it. Am am I wrong? Perhaps. But I also decided, no, we're not going to let this lie slide today. Ah, okay. So what did I do? I told you. I combated her perception, maybe even an assumption, with the truth. The truth of the matter is, our cashier was trying to figure it out. Most of us don't have patience enough to figure out most things, the things right in front of us. We give up. We quit. We say, whatever, forget it. That's called apathy. When you are a caregiver, meaning a giver of care, I don't give a lovely, whoa, hey, hey, I thought it was one of those nice shows. and Yeah, it is. But that doesn't mean that people that listen don't say those kinds of words. Or have those types of thoughts. Why? Because we're human and people are impatient. Now, what does that have to do with springtime? Because it takes patience to clean if you want to do it well. Now, it's springtime. I told you. Springtime means 
patience. It means you got to have a lot of love with what you're doing and enjoy the atmosphere and the environment. I told you I live in sunny San Diego. A lady told me, you don't appreciate your weather. I said, you know what? You're probably right. Even though I did live out of state for 10 years, I didn't have to shovel snow. (laughs) Even though I was down in what they call the clean south. Did you catch that? Yeah. For 10 years, I dealt with a lot of rain. Yeah. Remember, I'm Lorraine. So, yeah, rain. I dealt with myself. I had to realize my favorite element, water, was very paramount for cleaning. Pretty much most of the cleaning solutions, did you catch that? Most cleaning solutions have some form of water. And here's the best part. Even ingredients that are dry, oh, you're not ready. Do you know how to cook? What does it have to do with anything? Watch this. Most ingredients for them to be activated many times require some type of water when it comes to cleaning. So let's say you get one of those dry, powdery types of substances, and guess what? You put it down in the tub, and you're ready for it to work. But isn't it amazing how if you put that dry substance in there and you try to clean with a dry towel, well, you only make so much progress. But if you add the water to the dryness, what will you get? A solution. Did you catch that? Water oftentimes will bring us solutions that we need. And when you're spring cleaning, oh, yeah, are you ready? Are you ready to do your spring cleaning? You need some water, first of all. You've got to have water available to clean effectively. So it's springtime. And in San Diego, for us, that means a little more rain than we like. And we're a little spoiled. We love the sun. But when the rain comes, it is time to get to cleaning. Cleaning what? Hey, I saw my neighbor pushing out water out of the driveway. I was like, whoa. Then I thought about how I was raised. And every spring meant I had to go deeper into that closet. One, to give away. Did you catch that? To give away. And then two, I had to also let go of some things that I thought to me were of value. But my mother, she kind of forced me into this spring cleaning concept every year around this time. Wake up, kid. It's 7 o'clock and I want that closet cleaned out by 8. And then after that, I want you to go under that bed. And then, hey, oh, I'm still asleep. What, is she crazy? Hey, when you're 13, you usually start calling your parents crazy. And your subconscious, at least. Some kids these days, hey, they tell their parents to their face. I'm from a different generation. We might... Think it more than we would say it. But, hey, this is the Generation X that I'm speaking of. That's me. So these days, kids, yeah, they might say it, and the parents let them get away with it. My mother, that would not have been the case. So that same mother that I'm taking care of right now for the last 22 years, she made the big eight. Yes, the big eight, 80. And now I take care of her mostly by cleaning her up. First of all, did I say that I clean up my mom pretty much? Yeah, it requires a lot of work, but I also need water to help me out. (laughs) I'm not just talking about bathing people. We're talking about sanitation. Remember, sane, healthy, sanitation, sanitary, yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah, healthiness. That's the root word, sane, from the Latin. Think about it. Many of you have not cleaned around your baseboards like I did this past week. Yeah, I've got white baseboards, too. And you don't realize how dirty they are until you clean them. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh, 
That's the deal. That's what I'm here to tell you today. Most of us, we won't notice the dirt until we make the effort to look at how dirty is this? Because most times, it looks okay to us. Well, let's make the it, that little pronoun, and a noun. Remember, people, places, things today. I want to talk about us as people today because we're the ones that provide the care. Whether it's in the grocery store to have some patience and care about the person's needs aside from our own, our own impatient needs. Wait a minute. Does that go together? Maybe. I don't know. You can talk to me about it. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Let's talk about it. Can that be a thing? It could be. But most of us just want what we want when we want it and we want it now. Well, sounds like a little bit childish, like a little kid whining, complaining. Remember, I was the 13-year-old that had the 13-gallon bag of what? Uh, Nothing thrown on my head to wake up on any given Saturday once springtime came especially. Why? Because my mom said it's time to clean out your closet. Closets oftentimes represent a lot of different things to a lot of different people. The word closet actually has a lot of synonyms these days, and sometimes in some cases it's used as a colloquial. It just depends on the setting, the environment, and the people. So in this case, let's use it as a form of, a, of an, an example of a place that we need to clean out, maybe even a space. Sometimes it's a mental space, an emotional space. And for some of us, cleaning out the actual closet, a physical space, is something we need to do. But we don't think about it. Why? Because we don't notice. Sometimes we don't want to notice. Baseboards, they're not something you really pay attention to unless you get down there, like I said, and make the attempt to start to clean the baseboard. And then you realize on that white rag, look at all this dirt. Because many times we don't take the time to look. We just keep going coming and going and coming and going. And I was raised that no one notices a clean house until it's dirty. Aha! So when you have company and they leave your house, nobody's going to say, oh, did you notice how clean and spectacularly, fabulously well-organized and maintained her house looked? But they will. Oh, man, did you see all that junk in there? I mean, I almost tripped trying to just sit down. I really didn't want to sit on that sofa. Did you see how bad it looked? Yeah. Those are the things people say behind our backs. Those might not be the words. Those might be the polite analogies that I just gave you about what your attitude. Yeah, most people won't tell you how bad your attitude is. Yeah, not to your face. But they will talk about you behind your back. Closed doors, meetings. Oh, there's that word. Closed doors, like closet doors, right. Uh Uh-huh. People will talk about you, but not to you. Oh, okay. So what do you do about that? Well, you let it go. Those are the three concepts that you have to remember when you're talking about spring cleaning. First of all, when you get in there and you go to clean, whatever it is, you got to let it go. Even the dirt that you clean from the baseboards. Somehow you've got to let it go. Well, I let my dirt go with the water. So I rinsed out the towel and, yeah, put it in the washing machine. But I let it go. I didn't hang on to that dirt after I cleaned the baseboard. 
Yeah, this is sentimental dirt. I need to keep it. But many of us do that emotionally, mentally. What does that have to do with caregiving? Because when you're trying to take care of someone else and you've got a lot of emotional and mental dirt, yeah, usually it's more difficult for you to take care of someone else when you can't even take care of yourself. Wow, that's heavy. We're in an America that is really pushing the mental health crisis. Like I told a friend the other day, thank you, America. Thank you for noticing that there are a lot of people that have mental health issues. Before it was a stigma. Now it has become our normal. Oh, yes, it has. You can debate all you want, but I'm hearing mental health more than I ever had in media in my life. Magazines. We're talking old school periodicals. Yes. The printed newspaper. Yes. Even on public television, like our local PBS. Mm hmm. Mental health. Everywhere you go, whether it's social media to old school television, even here on radio, they're talking about mental health. Why? Because nobody takes the time to look at it. What does that have to do with spring cleaning? I always say if you look at the science of most things, it will give you your solution. Back to solutions. Yeah, I understood in chemistry back in the day that most things are compiled of elements, compounds. Ooh, and all of those things create, for example, a solution. Well, I love the root of that, which is solve. Many of the problems that we have with other people, with things in our lives, we don't want to solve. We don't want to resolve. We just rather it sit there, ignore it, and get to it when we get to it. The problem with that is eventually, over time, what you will have is a bunch of dirt, junk, even grime. Yes, mental grime, emotional grime, because you wouldn't deal with it. Okay, they talked about you. They treated you bad. Your family, they, they don't even call to check on you to see how you're doing. Yeah, and even the loved one that you might take care of, yeah. Oh, the several loved ones you take care of, yeah. See, all caregivers, I'm sorry, that's us, caregivers, we're not equal. Some, like me, take care of one person. Then there are some caregivers, I know them, they take care of both parents and the brother. Ooh, all in the same house, one person taking care of three. Yes, those those are pretty bad odds. Yeah, it, it's complicated. And for that person, they are exerting a lot of energy. Some of us don't realize how much energy it takes to be a caregiver. Why? Because, one, we don't care. It's called apathy. <laughs> so just like some guys I met not too long ago, they told me, you know, until I listened here to what you're saying, I, I never thought about how I don't even give my sister a call to check on my parents. I told you on the show before, usually it's the women that take care of the parents. For some reason, that's just the way it seemingly is in America. I continue to find out through communication and global networking. It's like that around the world. And a guy told me, well, you guys are better nurturers and, you know, God gave you that. What? Does it, is that a stereotype? <laughs> I told him, I said, well, what if you didn't have any women in your family? So if your wife gets sick, uh-oh, so you're not going to take care of her? Well, no, I didn't say that. I said, well, think about what you said. Sometimes we don't want to be liable, responsible, or accountable for our words, but they will come back to us. Make sure when you speak, somewhat like the Bible says, 
Think before you speak. Yeah, that's old school Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Even the Bible says, if you're just quiet, nobody will know that you're a fool. So just be quiet. If you don't know, you, you know that expression, don't talk about what you don't know about. comes right from the Proverbs. Read it. It's a great book. In the meantime, back to cleaning. Spring cleaning. It's time. It's time to clean out some things. First of all, if you have a garage, go in it. It will give you inspiration to what? Walk away. <laughs> oh, you thought I was going to say clean it out? No. Most people look at it and say, this is too much. I can't. Most people will look at that garage and say, yeah, I'll get to it later. Some people will look at that garage and get really depressed. I'm dead serious. My friend's dad did not realize how much stuff he had in his garage until she brought it to his attention. She said, Dad, you've been holding on to this stuff. You don't even know what this is anymore. What is it? I know what it is. It's, yeah, it's, uh, and he was struggling to define and explain to her this one little part to what it went. We don't know. But to him, it had value at one point in his life. But then 26 years later, he still got that one part in his garage to something that may not even exist anymore. Right. So think about that. What types of things are you holding on to mentally, emotionally, even spiritually that have no value, have no purpose? You don't even have any use of it, but you're holding on to it like a grudge. Yes. Grudges are something we hold on to. Why? Because it's easier than to tell the truth. It's easier than to talk it out with someone. Okay, that's what therapy is for. You can put down therapy all you want, but I promise you this, try to get a therapy appointment now in the 21st century. You're going to have a tough time. Why? Because the therapists are booked up ever since COVID. Yeah, we found out that mm, alcoholism went up by 37% in COVID. Well, here's how I know. That's what the retail sales statistics said. Yeah, liquor. Think about your grocery store, the one that kind of did the remodel during COVID and you thought they were just upgrading for you. Actually, I talked to some corporate officials. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah, we can think that if we want to, but many of our grocery stores did the little makeover to what? Get rid of things that don't sell so that they could expand their aisles. Watch where I'm going and put more liquor. Oh, yeah. Pay attention to your local grocery store. It's, oh, it looks so nice in here since COVID. Yeah. Why? Because they cleared out four extra aisles to put wine bottles. They even cleared out the refrigerated section where you used to find your cream cheese and your sour cream. And they moved it somewhere else so they could put what? Uh, big 12 and 24 packs of beer. Oh, wait a minute. I do. Yeah. Even vodka. Vodka is in the aisles now. Yeah, we're talking about quartz and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, in the grocery store for you to just walk up and put it in your basket. Right. Think about it. People have made room in their lives for the things that might be more detrimental than helpful. So what do you do when you're a caregiver and you're overwhelmed? you got all this stuff going on. People don't understand. You don't have anybody to talk to. You can't get a therapy appointment. You can't get on the phone with friends because no friends want to talk to you, and they don't want to hear about your problems with your loved one for whom you care. What do you do? 
I'm here to tell you what you do. That's why I'm on the radio and podcast. Because somebody, aside from lamentations, you need solutions. I told one of my producers, hey, everybody has a caregiving show. Did you know that? He didn't realize there's over like a thousand online right now today. Yeah, look it up. Just type caregiving. Look it up. A thousand caregiving shows? Yeah, actually more than that. So what makes Lorraine's show so different? Because I'm here to provide you solutions on what you can do. Here's the solution to caregiving. It starts with the care you give. So if the care you give is dirty, if it's shoddy, yeah, that's an old school word, right? Shod. If For those of you that read the Bible, that has to do with shining. Yeah. So meaning if you're dusty, looking rusty, no more shine, no more clinging. Yeah. You need to take a moment, get the dust off, off of your own soul, off of your own mind. And how do you do that? You pray, first of all. You talk to the Lord. And what else do you do? Read the Bible? Because it's the light. Many times, most people, if they go in their garage at night, they can't see. And if you live out in the country on a farm somewhere where there's really no street lights and you don't have a light out there, you can't see as well as you could with a light. So what do you do? You put the light on it. The light is the Bible. That word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Boom, there's the solution. Not only clean with water, which is the word, by the way, the word of God. Yeah, it's in there. Read it. You'll see. But actually use your mechanics. Your mechanics, like your hands, yeah. Your hands will help you clean. Your hands will help you do what you need to do. Yeah, right. Okay, so do what you need to do with your own hands by doing what? Taking the time, making the time to clean out your own mind. Do some spring cleaning in your soul, in your spirit, and in your mind. That way, somebody else can get the help they need. Because let me tell you, no one notices a clean house unless it's dirty. Is your house dirty today? All right. You've been listening to Carrying the Burden with me, Lorraine Carroll, right here on KPRZ, 1210 AM in San Diego, or any of your podcasting stations. Join us again next week and every Saturday, 1030 AM, right here on 1210 AM. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.